Hey everybody, it's John from the Maniathon Podcast here. So I thought I would just give you guys a few updates because me and Nathan recorded this episode quite a quite a time ago here, actually, about, uh, what was it, six days ago now, as I record this on Sunday. I should probably wait until after Raw to record this because there may or may not be more addendums made. But you know what, I can just re-record this again if I see fit. Actually, no, I won't because I'm probably going to end up uploading this whole thing tomorrow night and it'll be up on Tuesday morning. So it may already be outdated again by the time you listen to it, two times over. But yeah, so since we recorded this, they have added Nia Jax to the women's match. That doesn't change Nathan and I's prediction one little bit. It's going to remain the same. The people that we pick on this show is going to stay the same. Uh, The Usos have won the tag team titles, which is kind of funny given what we were talking about. But uh, yeah, that doesn't change our prediction. If there's a tag team title match between the Usos and American Alpha at WrestleMania, we expect American Alpha to walk away with the belts. And just as an update on last week's episode, Special Delivery Jones is in fact dead. He died in 2008. I actually do vaguely remember that, but it was 11, or no, 9 years ago, so give me a fucking break. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that's happened on Raw. Oh yeah, uh, so WrestleMania 33 has pretty much been officially confirmed. Seth Rollins versus Triple H. I think it's a uh, non-sanctioned match, so... Rollins is going to have to end up signing. Either he already has signed. You can tell. I just I'm really interested in what happens on Raw these days. He either already has signed or is going to sign a hold harmless agreement. That might be something they're doing on the Go Home Show tomorrow. So yeah, that match is pretty much officially confirmed as a match and not just an angle or a segment. So instead of having a 10 minute angle with those guys at WrestleMania, it looks like we're going to get a 30 minute Triple H match. So. Everybody look forward to that, and like I said, that doesn't change any of our predictions. We still expect what we expect to happen to happen. So, enjoy the show. Did we say the name of the podcast on the last episode? No. <laughs> Great start. Welcome to Maniathon. We need to get somebody needs to find Howard Finkel and get him to like record us an intro. This week we're not going to be reviewing one of the WrestleMania shows from yesterday. Bastard, yeah, he stole my word. We're going to be looking to the future, the future of professional wrestling. That is going to it's all going to come to a head this Sunday. No, the Sunday after yeah well i guess by the time we put this up it will be the next sunday i think so that would be yeah so this is going up on the 28th so it'll be that sunday it'll be the so it'll all come to a head this sunday this sunday at wrestlemania in uh world camping stadium as it's known now and not the the citrus bowl of uh 2008 where i guess they decided the that the citrus bowl needed a little bit of a makeover because it's one of the worst arenas in the world apparently I've never been to the Citrus Bowl. I don't claim to know anyone who's been there, but I remember in 2008 when they went there and there were a lot of people who were not very happy about it because it's basically like infamous for being a dump, which was held up by the building losing power halfway through the show and half the show was in the fucking dark. Still a good show, though. I'm looking forward to looking back on that one, but... Yeah, we're going to do some predictions here for WrestleMania 33 emanating this Sunday, I guess, from World Camping Stadium in, World World Camping Stadium in Orlando, Florida. 
So uh, are you looking forward to the ultimate thrill ride that is WrestleMania? Man, you know, we could have been at this show because after the nightclub shooting in Orlando, tickets were only like... Or not tickets, but like flights to Orlando were only like 300 pounds return. But I don't think... guy I know what's going. Two guys I know what's going. Yeah? They're looking forward to it? Yeah, they booked it as soon as... Like, they find out it was... As soon as they knew it was Orlando, which was before, obviously, 33, 32, they were like, yeah, go to Orlando. Could have been like, a pretty cool place in Florida and all that. Florida's a dump. I've never been there, though. So I, I would much rather have went to from, Florida than Dallas. To be fair... Dallas was pretty bad. To like, be fair, from all the people I know who've been to Florida, they seem to really like it. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a little bit too expensive to afford, like, straight after having just been there last year. We probably should have just held back and went this year, but, I mean... I'm happy enough that we went to Dallas, to be hey, honest. I like, mean, we got, we got, uh, we got on record as being in the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Like, we had the flipping security being, or not the security, just the Wi-Fi being awful in AT&T Stadium. We had, the women's match was pretty fantastic. And probably in the most heelish WrestleMania of all time, in which the only happy moment was Zack Ryder winning for him to lose the next night. Yeah. Um, and Roman Reigns getting booed like hell. I'm um, looking forward to hearing that back, to seeing how much they've dulled it down. Yeah, they've, they've taken a dull edge of a blade on that one, but I'm not going to regret going to that show, because it was just pretty awesome to be there in, in general. I hope that we are there for in New Orleans next year, but... We'll see if we can get something sorted out, but anyway, in the meantime, we might as well crack open this uh, this nut of a WrestleMania that's looking to be not exactly the best show they've ever done. This might be one of the worst cards they've ever put together for a WrestleMania. I struggle to think of a time where I was like less excited. I, but then again, actually, no, now that I think about it, I think that WrestleMania 31, actually, which was pretty recent, like two years ago, that had a pretty bad card going on it, and that show like massively overperformed in terms of quality I think it's one of the better ones they've done in recent years that's the one where Seth Rollins stole the show it was because there were some weird storylines though not like remember leading up to the Seth Rollins Randy Orton match Mm. it was like for weeks it was like Randy Orton's part of Legacy or whatever (laughs) Whatever. I think Legacy is a little bit back was it the authority the authority or whatever it was and like everyone was like can you just pull the trigger on this? Like, and he only attacked that. Seth Rollins like a week before or something, uh, maybe two weeks. Before. It was like it was a it was a few weeks <laughs> before. I remember that angle though for being really stupid, because like the the storyline was this like obviously Randy Orton was going to turn on them. Like, I mean, it's fucking that's the same storyline always with Randy Orton. Randy Orton's going to turn on anyone he's aligned <laughs> with. Like, take note of that, Bray. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a situation where like. Because they had Seth Rollins, and, like, his gimmick was that he was the architect, so he was supposed to be, like, really smart. Like, he was, like, that was kind of his thing, was that he was the brains of the shield, and they were kind of booking him to be, like, this kind of, like, savvy, conniving heel character. And, like, he was completely fooled by Randy Orton with possibly the worst (laughs) guys in the history of wrestling. Like, anyone with half a brain could have told you what was going to happen in fact, Randy Orton did tell him did exactly tell him, what's going to happen. Was it like the week before, or maybe it was even the same show where he was like, "I'm going to fucking beat the living fucking daylights out of you," 
and he was like, ah, I'm only, I'm only joking you, mate. And then, like, he ended up beating the living for daylights out of him. So much so that, like, it completely killed the idea of them having a match. Because I think Orton beat down on him for, like, about 15 minutes. We'll get into this whenever we talk about WrestleMania 31 in a few weeks' time. But we'll get into uh, the WrestleMania 33 here. So... Or, you, or WrestleMania be- Sunshine, I guess it's called, because there's no numbers anymore. Just, just before that, are you more or less optimistic about this WrestleMania than last year's? Uh, Looking at the card. I don't know, it's kind of different though, because I'm not going to be there. Like, I think last year you wanted to think the show was going to turn out alright, because you spent a thousand pounds on it. <laughs> But this year, like, I'm spending a tenner on it, so I don't really give a fuck if it's good or not. I want it to be good because I enjoy watching wrestling and I don't want to spend seven hours of my life watching a show that sucks balls. But at the same time, like, you know... You better prepare yourself. I don't have any stakes in this as as high as they were last year, like... So, are are we going to even predict where on the card they're going to place these matches? No, no, I'll just... I mean, you can can have a weak guess, like... I know that Jim Ross thinks, he said recently that he thinks that the show is going to last six hours, not including the pre-show. Well, how long was the show last year? Because it yeah. ran an hour overtime, plus they have the two-hour pre-show. Wait, did Jim Ross say not including the pre-show? Maybe I might have got that but wrong. That sounds... Might, might be, yeah, including the pre I mean, pre-show he might six. be right, but that sounds <laughs> fucking bananas that they would think about running the show for that long Armbar City like this will be starting at midnight and it literally wouldn't be ending until like nearly the next morning where you're ready to go to work 6am that's more hours sleep than I got last night (laughs) anyway um, probably uh, I got the card here anyway if you want to run through some quick predictions first of all what do you think about the the tagline for this year's show is, what's the tagline? They're calling it the ultimate oh, yeah. thrill ride. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The ultimate thrill ride. Uh, it sounds really corny. Maybe maybe they've got their hands in pies in Universal Studios and they're about to make a WrestleMania ride called the ultimate thrill ride or something. You know what? Actually, there might be some credence to that. That <laughs> wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I don't know what the fuck you would have on like a WrestleMania roller coaster have you not seen their promos it's you go up to the top of the roller coaster and you're going down the roller coaster and you have pictures of people in their power poses uh that sounds really boring why don't they just have like stephanie mcmahon promo at the top and then she just kicks you in the balls and sends you all the way back down and slaps you and slaps you like she did the permic foley (laughs) yeah we should rank these uh slogans we should rank the slogans whenever we do these see so yeah ultimate thrill ride we'll we'll see about that we'll see how thrilling it is i'm sure there's gonna be a ride though maybe it'll be a bumpy one but there'll be a ride involved uh yeah great poster there nathan's just showing me the poster for wrestlemania 32 featuring triple h and our boy roman and snickers and the snickers logo that's the tagline snickers is it alright yeah so it's just Wrestlemania 32 did you Snickers. know this show had like five theme songs it did have a lot of theme songs we were supposed to get a Flo Rider performance as well but he reneged <laughs> the reneger does it have the tagline there it doesn't tell me I don't think there was one I, I guess that's why we forgot it they had like well they had like My House as like the theme song for it or one of the theme songs this Wrestlemania 32 grossed 17.3 million dollars uh, and we wonder why these cities keep bidding on Wrestlemania every year but it's because of that the, the, this thing brings in massive massive revenue 
That's why it's going to keep going to like the same four or five cities as well, because they're obviously the ones that have the most money. So you're going to see a lot of Orlando, a lot of New Orleans, a lot of... Probably Dallas, right? Dallas, Texas, anywhere in Texas. Texas has got a lot of walking around money there, because they got all of that oil and shit, I guess. It's probably LA, right? Or one in San Francisco? LA. I don't know. Well, I, I assume they'll probably go back to California pretty soon, because they don't have SummerSlam anymore. They got uh, SummerSlam is now locked into New York there for the next couple of years. Which, by the way, that wouldn't be a bad show to attend. Mm. Also, I think that it's pertinent that we are um, digressing. It shows how little we want to talk about this. But anyway, mm. um, so what? 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 Okay, tagline could be better. The yeah. music for it's really funny. Do you think Hulk Hogan's going to be there? No, he recently claimed on Twitter that he won't be. So what you're saying is he's definitely going to be there. No, I actually don't think he will be. I'm going to say that he will be. I think he'll end up there. And I think to really just kind of get over the fact that uh, we're with this whole mess is behind us, they're going to have him do something with the New Day. Just to kind of really get it out there that Hogan's a, not a racist fellow. I think well, The that's New Day have their own things going on. Yeah, uh, the New Day have kind of... Well, one member of the New Day is kind of mucked it up for the bunch well considering the, the dude also did you see the dude says that he's got something on Big E I, uh, I saw that yeah so hopefully Kofi's out of there because he's got a what have we got I've seen this is there music from this That's really good there. That's solid music. I think that it is important to note that on that roller coaster, the first face we see is AJ Styles. Hey. Do you notice that? That's a lot better than his placement on the Royal Rumble poster. <laughs> Which he brought up. Rightly so. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, you say no on Hogan, I say yes on I'm Hogan. Say... So we gotta we gotta get another bet going. Preferably with like like a hair stipulation this time. But yeah. We'll see. We'll keep track of these and see who wins. I hope. I hope he shows up. Like, but I don't. Think I. That. I hope he does. I think it's about time. Well, how long has he been gone? Like three years. Yeah, and he's been cleared like a year. I mean, I, get over it, guys. You know. Just... And the thing is, like, <laughs> no, don't get over it. Like, what he said was fucking terrible shit. But like, Hogan's always been a fucking decade. It doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve to be there. <laughs> he shouldn't have lost his job. It was like. I mean, that's his personal shit that got leaked. It's just because he said some really awful stuff on there. But, like, I mean, that's his personal life. Who are we to judge him being a big racist piece of shit? What he does in the comfort of his own bedroom is fine on fine on by me. As long as he's not going out there and saying shit like that to the media, then fucking grand. Or doing stuff with, like, WWE property. Like or, a, like a, you know, doing yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, am I like a like a fucking race baiter now or something? What's a race baiter? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Have I just given Hulk Hogan a pass for being a massive racist? <laughs> I think he did. Uh, I, yeah, I'm over it. If other people aren't over it, I completely understand that, and I have absolutely no problem with people hating Hulk Hogan and think he's a fucking terrible person. 
I want to hear Real American. I fucking like that music. I want to hear it at WrestleMania 33. Have the superpowers come out? What? You know the way they had the fake superpowers? The mega powers. It's not mega powers. The 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 mecha powers or the meta powers or whatever the fuck they were called. Like yeah, who was the? It was um Michael McGillicuddy. Yeah, it was Michael McGillicuddy and uh, who the fuck was? (laughs) Was it your friend Alex Riley? Curtis Axel is Michael McGillicuddy. So yeah, it was it was uh, no Damien Sander. Oh yeah, he was was he Macho Man? He was Macho, I think. Macho Sander. Anyway. They're going to be in the Andre Battle Royal. Um, Imagine Hogan was in the Andre Battle Royal. And he lost to Big Show. Yeah. Whatever happened to the Big Show Shaq match? Uh, it fell through because Shaq wasn't getting enough money, I guess. So, no no match. Poor Big Show, though. He, he worked so hard. And he's just going to end up in the Andre Battle Royal. He already has declared his intent to he, be in the He has, yeah. This is going to be his... Is this his fourth straight year now in the Andre Battle Royal? <laughs> on a on a side note, I was very sad to note that Kane wasn't in the Royal Rumble this year. Yeah, that was kind of depressing for him to... And, like, they, they they didn't have Kane in, and they had flipping... Didn't they have, like, Enzo Amore in? Yeah. Like, they, they had a bunch of duds in that match. But, yeah. Anyway, so we'll go with we'll start off with the Andre Battle Royal since we've already kind of touched on it. Who do you who are you feeling? Who are you feeling for this one? And further question, Finn Balor, do you think he's going to be in there in the Andre Battle Royal? Because he's already back. He's wrestling on the high shows right now. Yeah, uh, no, I think he'll be back after Raw. Yeah, that's kind of I was thinking that because I think they're going to want to have Braun Strowman win. Because if Balor's in there, there's no doubt in the world that he's going to be winning the Andre Battle Royal. Is Braun Strowman in the Battle Royal? Um, but he doesn't have a match, so there's really no other place on the card for him unless they like throw together or something. That is, that's kind of disgraceful. Like, yeah, the the well done job they've done of like building up Braun Strowman all year, or not all year, but like since the draft. It may as well be in a year, like. Uh, I mean, it's been nearly. It's like what? When was the? When did they split the brands? Like. Just July like the summertime, July, June? July, August. So I mean, like he's been fucking like built up for so long, and they don't have a fucking plan for the guy. And they actually had a good match with Roman Reigns at whatever their last pay per view was. Yeah, I heard that. I didn't see the match, but I heard it was pretty good. But yeah, I mean, like that's kind of shitty that they don't have anything for this guy. I mean, I remember the plans months ago that they had like I, before Goldberg came back. They had a plan of having like Roman versus Braun for the title. I mean, I, I don't know if that ever would have actually happened, but that was the plan at one point. And now he's relegated to the pre-show. I mean, I think the Andre Battle Royal will be on the show again this year. Didn't, wasn't it on the show last year it when was. Baron Corbin won it? Yeah. What a world of good that did, Baron Corbin. I love Baron Corbin. Yeah, so I'm going to say Braun for the uh, the Andre If Battle he's Royal. in it, I'm going to say Braun. If not, I'm going you to... You can't give me a wishy-washy answer. you gotta, you gotta, you got to pick a guy. Can't say if this guy's in it, then it's gonna be him. But if it's not, then it's gonna be him. And if this guy eats cornflakes that morning, it's gonna be him. You gotta give me a definitive answer here. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Is he on the match? What a what a fucking shame that is as well. That Sami Zayn doesn't have a match. 
I would say put Braun against Sami Zayn, but those guys have had literally like 25 matches now. All of which Braun Strowman just killed And also Sami there's, Zayn. there's already so many matches on this card. that And I, they can't afford a match with Braun Strowman or Sami Zayn? I mean, like, there's too many matches on this card as it is. This is another problem that you have when you're splitting the fucking brands. I'm all for the draft. I'm going to put that on record. I'm all for it. Uh, I, and this brand split. I think it. I think it's a bad idea, but I mean, there's been positives and negatives of it. Anyway, so where you're going with Braun Strowman, that's probably going to happen. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn and try and be optimistic about the thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Anyway, so uh, this match hasn't actually been confirmed, but I mean, it's it's all but confirmed. It's Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. Do you reckon this is going to be a stipulation match? They probably should. They have so many matches on this card. They they need something that kind of stands out. And they always put Ambrose in. Yeah, Ambrose is always in step matches at WrestleMania. They had like weapons matches. He was in like a ladder match and a no no holds barred match last year. It was. Yeah. And then. I'm gonna go with yeah. Big Panther for this one. Big Banter. Big Banter Barn. Yeah, I mean, it's WWE though, so they'll probably have Ambrose win and then Baron Corbin will win it at like Backlash or whatever the next pay-per-view is for SmackDown. I really Legends. like what Baron Corbin's been doing over the last six months. Baron Corbin's great. Like, I love him. I think he's great. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Baron. I'll I've, defend him against anybody who <laughs> fights me at these shows I love whenever he he was doing his pro, he's doing his like interviews and promos with his hat on <laughs> so fantastic he's yeah. just also he has a new t-shirt out saying dream crusher what a legend big banter hey. and have you noticed the the vignettes that they've had of Baron Corbin ever since he debuted where it's you know a montage of just him and a voiceover of him saying for those of you who don't know who I am I don't care yeah I just I love him so much. He's awesome. So Baron Corbin to win with the end of days. I'm gonna go with Baron Corbin too. End of days onto a steel chair. I don't wanna just be a bit specific. I want it, I want it. I really want that. But yeah, I see. Also, sorry, we yeah. were doing move on there. No, well, go ahead. I was about to say, what a poor job they've done with Dean Ambrose as champ world as Undergrounded as champion. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, he's held the title for, like, three months. Yeah, he hasn't really done anything. When did he win it, actually? In, like, January? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been pretty pretty ho-hum title run for him, but I imagine that that's probably just because he's transitioning the belt on Corbin. Corbin, they see big things in, so... Once they get on to him, I imagine they're going to try and place some kind of emphasis on the title. They had it on Miz for a while, and I think they were going to And he something. did really well with it. Yeah, I think they were going to do something with the Miz, but they just kind of like lost direction and they changed their plans. Because I obviously I don't think that the plan all along was to do Miz and Cena, but you know, for plans change. If you didn't have a sort of head on your shoulders, you would think that they were certainly going to do Miz and Daniel Bryan because they were been pushing that for like six months. I think they will do something with them in this match, but we'll get to that later on. So I'm going to go with Baron Corbin, end of days, onto a steel chair for the win. I'll go with Baron Corbin. Hooker Crook, I think he's going to get the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania, and I I hope he longs, he, he reigns long and hard all over the SmackDown roster. 
big banter all Unless the way. he goes to Raw, which is a bad He sign. actually genuinely might do it. No, actually. I think he will. They, it's they a might really him. bad sign. I hope that they don't. We'll do a special draft episode leading up to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we'll move along here. So, this is also a match that isn't confirmed. But I assume this is what they're doing, which would be American Alpha versus the Usos. I don't really watch SmackDown that yeah. much. Well, the Usos beat American Alpha this week. Oh. <laughs> so that was just weird. No, well, I mean, that did was, they? I assume that would mean that they're getting a world. Hold on, did they beat them match? or did American I really can't remember. But, yeah, it's, I'm assuming it's probably going to happen because, you know, like... They need a SmackDown title match. They can't just leave those guys all. I I assume this is almost certainly destined for the pre-show. But, yeah, I, I, this match has got to be happening. And I don't think they can do another multi-team match like they're, because they're, they're already doing that on Raw. Unless they're going to have the dudes, those dudes in the Andre Battle Royal or something. Yeah, they could do. That would be a waste of, like, Gable and uh, Jordan, though. The thing is, like, they could have... And a, the Usos Those too. two teams could have a really great match. They could put the other jabronis in the Andre Battle Royal, though. They can put Fandango and Tyler Breeze in there. They could put... Uh, who else is even on the phone? Mojo Raleigh. Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder. <laughs> He's Zach, already Zach declared Zach his intentions. Oh, really? Is he in the Andre Raleigh? He is. The okay, Andre so Raleigh. I'm going to go with American Alpha to retain. Yeah. If that takes place. I think that's pretty unanimous there, American Alpha. Because I think American Alpha is going to go into a feud with the Revival if they get called up to SmackDown, which I assume they will. But yeah, so I say, uh, I say American Alpha too. They're going to retain those titles. It's also... There'd be no point in putting them on the Usos. I can't. Again. Although the American Alpha lost them, like, a few weeks ago, remember? Yeah, I mean, like... And they won them back. Yeah. That's a bit weird. Wait, what? Did they? Yeah. To who? <laughs> They're two-time champions. Already? Yeah. I thought they just won them off Orton and Bray. who did they lose them to? I'm going to double-check this. <laughs> Are you dreaming this, or... I don't remember. You might be telling the truth. I don't watch SmackDown or Raw or anything at this point, like... Did they not, like, lose... I don't... Hold on. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you're losing it. Did they not lose it at the Elimination Chamber or something? No. I don't think so. I... Ah, oh, okay. Here's a thing here. Yeah, okay, yeah. American Alpha are one-time tag champions. I don't know. Why. Correction, there, folks. One-time tag team champions. It has been confirmed officially, unless they lost them in like Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and then won them back in parts unknown. But yeah, American Alpha one-time tag champs, and they will remain that way after WrestleMania. So, uh, SmackDown Women's Title. It's a big. Uh, it's a big ass gauntlet match. I find it funny that. Uh or like not funny but there's I think there's definitely something to be said about the fact that Daniel Bryan isn't just saying like flipping triple threat not triple threat fatal five way or whatever it is mm. they're obviously I'm calling it that they're either expecting Naomi to wrestle or that they have someone like coming back or something because like everyone on the roster the other people in terms of every available woman would be Carmella, um, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, Mickey James, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss, and Natalia. That's five, because Nikki Bella and mm-hmm. Maurice are involved and stuff. So I'm assuming that they either think they're either going to bring someone back, or they think that Naomi's going to make it. 
Yeah, I'm not too sure what they're thinking with that. If I, Naomi makes it, I think she'll win back the title. I don't know how they're planning on doing this. So, how does this gauntlet match work? Did the champ does the champion enter first? Well, they haven't actually explained that. Which JBL, you know, delighted in telling everyone multiple times hmm. that he, and rightly so, he kept saying, uh, you know, like what's this mountain goat Daniel Bryan doing? Alexa doesn't even know what type of match it's going to be. So I don't know if it's going to be like tornado rules where like everyone starts in the match or whatever. I assume it's a gauntlet match, and I assume that Alexa Bliss will be last. And, yeah. Or second last if Naomi's coming back. I hear that uh, there are some rumors about certain people returning. I I'm I think there'll be a return if Naomi can't make it. Uh, I would assume so. I've heard that Kelly Kelly might be coming back soon. They mentioned Kelly Kelly on air this week. Well, that pretty much confirms it. Then. But Maurice was mentioning it in their, her angle with... Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. That sounded pretty interesting. So, I don't know, like... It would be absolutely ludicrous if... When you have Alexa Bliss and Natalia and Becky Lynch and all those people... Mm. If you had Kelly Kelly come back and beat them all. That would be kind of stupid. Uh, you got a prediction? I'm going to go with... I'm going to nail my colors to the mast and say... Um, and Naomi retain. Naomi. I hope that Alexa Bliss um, retains. I hope that Alexa Bliss, because I think she's a great champion. And I wish she holds the belt for a long time. But I think Naomi's going to make it back in time and she's going to win. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm just going to play it safe and go with Alexa Bliss. Just to, just to see what happens. Little Miss Bliss. I think Little Miss Bliss is going to pull it out. So she is such a fantastic heel. She's doing really well for herself, and I don't want to see her like lose the title again. She so, is so fantastic. I say just, I say keep it on her, keep it going, keep her lit for another while, and then you can like draft her to Raw if you want to. Wait no, a moment. don't do that. What happens if they draft like the Raw Women's Champion to SmackDown and the SmackDown Women's Champion to Raw? Do they like, swap belts? How does that work? Yeah, probably. Because you can... Because they swapped the, the world titles at one point, And I they swapped see. the Intercontinental and US titles. But, like, the the titles have, like, the specific brands on them. I assume... And also the specific colors. Yeah. I assume they'll just switch the belts. But... Well, they're not going to do it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Let's, just hope, let's just hope that Alexa Bliss... Stays be, on SmackDown. Won't be drafted and stays on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, wish she can get away from the Charlotte Bailey Sasha hour. <sighs> the only dark. three women. The only three women that matter in that company. So uh, I'm going to go with the Naomi retain or Naomi win. You're going to go with Alexa. Although I hope that Alexa retains. I'll go. I'm going to go with Alexa, and I hope that Alexa retains. So we got. We're only like about a fucking third of the way through this show as well, and this is like the sixth match. One, two, three, four. That's actually like a fifth. So the club uh, versus well, are they even the club anymore? Or is it just Gallows and Anderson? I guess Gallows and Anderson are the defending champs against Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and then you've also got Cesaro and Sheamus in there because I guess they're too good to put in the Andre Battle Royal but not good enough they actually have real matches on the show it really should just be Gallows and Anderson versus Enzo and Big Cass but I guess they already, they just did that match at Elimination Chamber so they can't do it again I guess they gotta go with uh, 
a fresh approach. I still think that Anselm and Cass are just going to win, though. Which is fine by me. They should win. They're, I think they're finally going to pull the trigger on them winning some kind of tag team titles. Um, they're going to get a big pop. I'm going to go with them. Enzo and Cass win as well. Yeah. Although, I'm just... It's so annoying that they've waited so long before putting the belts on the club. Yeah. Like, by I the mean, time they won the belts, it was pointless. No one cared. Yeah. And they built them up to be, like, these, like, this tag team that, like, dominated Japan and stuff. And they came to WWE, and they were just average. They didn't really do too much with them. I mean, once they broke them and AJ up, that was kind of their death sentence. They've been trying to build up some goodwill with them lately, but it's just it doesn't work. Once once you've beaten them down that much, you can't really expect people to get back into them in the same way. I don't know how many times they have to do this before they learn their lesson, but you can't beat the shit out of guys and then expect people to give a fuck just because you tell them to. It's nearly as if they're trying to beat their previous legacy out of them and then sculpt a new WWE legacy, <laughs> but that doesn't work. No, it really doesn't. It doesn't make any sense if you're trying to get these guys over as big-time stars coming from Japan, and then you make them look like a bunch of fucking goofballs in, in doctor coats. But, you know... So, sadly for them, they're going to lose the titles, I think. I mean, that's fine. Enzo and Cass deserve their moment. Like, they've been fucked around and everything. I mean, they should have won the NXT Tag Team titles at some point, but they didn't. They just decided to hold off on it. And I think sometimes they do this... To the point where they hold off on it a little too much. To the point where it kind of makes it... Like, I understand holding off on that big title win. And then getting, like, a, a great moment out of it. Because they finally won. But then there's also times where I think, like... If you wait too long... People aren't as big into the characters as they were at the start. Like Enzo and Cass. I think there's, like, a lot of hate for Enzo Amori right now. Like, I still think he's fine, but he's not... He's not as over, or they're not... Well, I don't know. I think they're still over in the buildings, but I think they are getting gradually more annoying. I think. I'm not too sure. How you, how do you feel about that? On a personal level, I my level of apathy has increased towards Enzo Amore. Yeah. Like, he used to be funny, and his promos were really good. And the thing is, the, the sad thing is, his promos are probably still of the same standard. It's just that... You've heard it so often, and there's been no progression with their characters, yeah, they're, or their success, that it's just like, this is pointless. They've kind of had that point where, like, after the big babyface wins the belt, and they kind of go into, like, this purgatory where there's like, well, now what? But they've done that without actually winning the belt. So They're, they're in that kind of like, well, now what? It's the same old song and dance kind of thing. So Already. Ho- hopefully they'll rejuvenate yeah. rejuvenate them. Like I guess putting the tag team titles on it does give them a different slant. And I'm sure it'll be a great moment and everything. People will go nuts for it. Because people do like them. Even if Enzo is annoying as fuck, <laughs> people still do like them. Like so. the thing is as well, they could easily like if if they had all the tag teams on one show. Yeah. They there's some really cool matches that like they have American Alpha and they have the Usos and they have and I mean, cars, and they have... It doesn't make any sense for them to have a cruiserweight division that's exclusive to Raw, but have two different tag divisions and two different women's divisions. The women's division doesn't bother me as much because the women should be on both shows. Like, it doesn't make any sense to segregate them. Or to, yeah, just to have them on one show instead of the other. It also frees people from the, like you said, the triad of Bailey, Sasha. Yeah. 
But like the Sorry. tag teams is a different story because there's so few tag teams, like at least so few good tag teams that it's just like even if you put all the tag teams together, it still would be like a pretty lackluster tag division. But like you would at least get some decent matches out of it, like American Alpha versus the Club or American Alpha versus Enzo and Cass, I guess, or you know Cesaro and Sheamus. I guess they're a tag team now for a little bit longer until they give up on that shit too, or one of them betrays the other. I don't know. I thought that they would just kind of stop the shit like after they lost the tag titles, but I guess also not. why did they win the tag titles just to lose them again? Uh, I don't know because they wanted something for those guys to do, and after they won the tag team titles, it was that kind of well now what scenario again. But yeah, we'll see what's going on here. Uh, I, I say Enzo and Cass, and you do too. So I think we're either right or we're wrong on that one. Uh, so Bailey v. Sasha v. Charlotte for the WWE Ladies Championship, the Raw Women's Championship. Shout out to last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendy Richter to win. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be a piece of shit here. I'm going to go for Charlotte. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that too. <laughs> I just think it's that sort of thing that they would, they would do. Now, nah, that's like a joke prediction, I think. Because I think... I don't think Charlotte's going Now that she, they've gotten rid of the pay-per-view winning streak, like, what do they stand to gain from putting the belt back on Charlotte again? I think they will. I'm going to say... you going to go with Charlotte, I'm going to go with Charlotte. Right enough? Yeah. Just All right. Well, you're probably going to be right, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I'm going to go with Sasha Banks screws over Bailey and wins the title by, by evil means, because they've been teasing the shit out of this heel turn now for Sasha for a while now. Do you know what's so bad? Like, I don't know what it is but no one NXT mm-hmm. when you're watching NXT like I can completely get behind you know the whole like anything Bailey was doing or Sasha was doing Charlotte Becky but no one they're on the main roster and that's mm. like that's all they're doing like the women's division is them it, it's yeah. just a, like I feel an apathy toward all of those all of them and I know I shouldn't because they're flipping awesome but I feel I, I feel like they really fucked up on Bailey as well putting the title on her on Raw like a few weeks before Wrestlemania or a few weeks before Elimination Chamber like that's the sort of thing that I think even if they put the title on her at this Wrestlemania that would have been way too soon they really should have held back on that for a while like maybe not Wrestlemania next year but like SummerSlam maybe this is one of the arguments now like I said I would kind of but like you, like I agree that there should be two women's divisions. Yeah. Um. On on each show, you know, one on each show, but maybe that would be an advantage of having one women's division, and that you could have Bailey in matches that wouldn't have to be championship matches. Well, you could. But still the do problem that. is that they don't like. It's like you know, on Raw. I haven't watched Raw in so long, but mm. it seems like Raw's like. No, our women have one segment, so it has to be about the championship. Yeah. Like we can't have non-championship woman segments. Well, they did for a, they had they have Nia Jax doing her shit, and she was feuded with Sasha and I think Bailey. So she's there. I, I hope they don't end up putting her in the match. I mean, this is going to air after next week's Raw, so I hope I don't look like a fucking idiot and they end up putting Nia Jax in there. Not that that would change my production. I still think Sasha's going to win, but yeah, I mean. They still they have her on the show and they have other women on the show that they can put like Bailey and they feud with or Charlotte and they feud with. It's just that they're fucking lazy. 
they just want to make it all about them three for some reason and not actually have any kind of focus on the other women this this is another is thing that maybe now maybe I'm being really cynical you'll be able to tell me around this um WWE are playing off the whole four four horsewoman thing yeah big time well they've been doing and, that for a while now. and that you know those women in my opinion might be wrong in my opinion those women were you know came to prominence one because they're fantastic in the ring mm-hmm. and two because they were in good storylines yeah your storyline isn't that they're the four horsewomen. That isn't a storyline. Like, you have a storyline, and because they were so brilliant, you know that whole thing of they became known as you know in inverted commas the four yeah. horsewomen. You can't use that as your storyline. Well, I think it's really lazy. It is lazy, but they are building a storyline. They do have Sasha in the background. She's preparing to stab Bailey in the back. Clearly, anybody. Anybody who knows Bailey get get word to her that she's getting fucked over at WrestleMania by her friend. They've been too buddy buddy. It's the old oldest trick in the wrestling playbook is to build these people up as best friends and then have someone turn on the other. It's how gonna fun, happen. How funny would it be if Bailey was the one to turn on Sasha? I just I think someone like I think Bailey posted on Instagram or Twitter or something like a heel promo that she cut. I didn't see it, like, but I saw it floating about. Uh, I've, I meant to give it a watch, but I was in work at the time, so obviously I couldn't do that. What if she she does that to, to retain the championship? I would say that would be the fucking worst thing they could possibly do. <laughs> never, ever, ever want to see... Bailey's one of those people that's like, she should never turn heel. She should be like a career babyface, like Ricky Steamboat or Rey Mysterio. <laughs> or... Yeah, that's, that's, they're pretty much the only ones. John Cena? John Cena. Well, John Cena was a heel, and he was a very good one. He was. And he still is a heel, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, he says some dickhead things. Did you see that promo we caught on AJ where he just fucking buried him six feet under? <laughs> that was a heel promo if I ever saw one. I love that John Cena does this, though, because he can, he can get away with both sides of the coin. Like That's what I like about John Cena's character is that like, he can, if you need him to be a heel... It's not that hard to get people to boom, and if you need him to be a face, he's he's pretty good at getting the crowd to come to his side of the argument once he starts shouting. So he's he's pretty much the best that they've got, I'd say. And then you're Except for maybe AJ Styles, I think AJ is probably the best like full package they have right now. Especially since in the last year or two, he's really upped his promo game. That that makes him pretty much because that was like AJ's one knock for years would be that he's not a great promo, but now he is. So he's pretty much the fucking best. In the world, like he's phenomenal, and we'll get to him in a minute. We're we're like not even halfway through this card, by the way. So I'm gonna go with a sharded win just for balls because I'll you know I never never thought it was gonna happen last year. Yeah, that was a pretty shocking one. Aries Austin Aries versus Neville for the cruiserweight title. Go Austin Potent- Aries. Potential show stealer here. Uh, I'll go depending I'll, how much time they get. I'm gonna go with Neville. I think that Neville's got a good thing going. I want Aries to win because I like him, but yeah, I think that they've uh, they've got they've got Neville doing his thing right now. There's no reason to take the title off him yet. They'll probably end up putting it on uh, on Austin Aries at some point, I would imagine. Maybe at WrestleMania, I don't know. I just for some reason I just think Neville's going to win this one, and then maybe they'll put the title on Aries a little later on. But yeah, I hope it's a great match, and I hope they give them time. I don't I don't want to see them do like a seven minute match. Even though they have so many matches on the card, but this is one that deserves time. You can do a seven-minute match for fucking like Enzo and Cass. 
or the SmackDown Women's Gauntlet, or like you can't really do it for the Battle Royal, obviously. But please do, please do. I mean, some of these matches can be shortchanged. I don't think this should be one. This is one where you want people to actually enjoy it. And it's also the kind of blossoming of Austin Aries to the mainstream. Yeah, it's a it's a great story. I hope that they make sure to to include that if they do a video package for it. Like, I mean, that's a story that a lot of people would be interested in hearing, because how old's Austin Aries now? He's like 36, 37? Yeah. I mean, this guy's, like, tried to get the WWE for, like, fucking years and years and years. He's been through everywhere, and he's finally there, and he's at WrestleMania wrestling for the Cruiserweight title against Neville. It's a great, great moment. I'm sure it'll be wonderful. probably the first good storyline in the Cruiserweight division. Yeah. I suppose the TJ Perkins, uh, Brian Kendrick one was pretty good. I don't know, it was pretty dull. Everything after the Cruiserweight Classic's been a complete bust, but the actual, the Austin Aries, and Neville's fucking just absolutely on fire. He's awesome. Everything they've been doing with this guy has been fantastic, so I want to see Neville keep the belt, but I want to see Austin Aries win it, so, I mean, I, I don't mind. Whoever as, wins, as long as they're given time, I don't care. Yeah, as, as long as they have a good match. Give them yeah, As long as they minutes. have the capabilities. I don't want to see a bullshit, like short match and then they like end up doing a match at the next pay-per-view that steals the show I want them to steal this fucking show don't shortchange them just because you want Brock and Goldberg to go out there and have a 20 minute stinker uh so we got Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice this is about the halfway point on this card believe it or not <laughs> Maurice to depend Nikki Bella no um John Cena and Nikki Bella is there, is there any debate it's um, just on a side note the Miz has been brilliant over the last year so you know sad for him that he's just going to lose I mean they've really they've been the driving force of this match Miz has been on fire he's he's also had like a career resurgence recently like Neville has except obviously he's nowhere near as good in the ring as Neville is and never will be but on promos he's doing pretty fucking good and Maurice is also awesome so it will be a shame to see them meet their, their makers at WrestleMania, but, I mean, it's John Cena and Nikki Bella. John Cena ain't going to the mid-card at WrestleMania to lose to The Miz. There is no way. I mean, he already put The Miz over at WrestleMania. 27. 27, so he's not... He's, he's got to get his win back. He's got to get his WrestleMania win back there against The Miz. Get his heat back. Tell me this. Do you think that uh, this is the start of something about of John Cena and the mid-card at WrestleMania now? John Cena's been in the mid-card in the last few WrestleManias. Going back to WrestleMania 30. I suppose, yeah, Bray Wyatt. And... Bray Wyatt, Rusev. He wasn't on the show last year. Well, he was there, but he was like, just kind of, he was there to save The Rock from Beatdown. Beatdown Town. Uh, I suppose so. I suppose so, so. Fair point. Johnson hasn't been in a WrestleMania main event since WrestleMania 29, which is a, a, quite a long time ago for their biggest star. But I, think I guess he... they got to transition that on to Roman now. I think he's got one left in him. Ah, you know, this young guy, I think he's going to find himself in the main event for many years to come. But, uh, yeah. I think the real prediction here is, do you think we're going to see a proposal after the match? <laughs> well, if well, whenever I heard about the possibility of this match about four months ago, I said, absolutely absurd, this is not happening. And it did. So, do you know what? I'm just going to eat my hat and I'm going to say, yeah, we're going to get a proposal. I 100% agree. I almost certain that we're getting a proposal on this match at the end of it because they've made it part of the storyline didn't Natalia come on TV like a few weeks ago and say oh, John's never going to marry you because you're a fucking loser 
And they're, I don't know, I just, it feels like that's what's going on. And I don't think they would be doing this match if they didn't have something big planned Up for their it. sleeve. So I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think it's going to happen. They're going to. And I think Total Divas is going to implode. It's going to be great, a great season opening there. Or, or finale, or fin- whatever. I assume finale. Probably. Probably. It works with WrestleMania being like the yeah. issue and all that. Well, anyway, um, after this match, this is the interesting thing. Just, I know we haven't predicted um, card placings, but what's going to follow John Cena's proposal in terms of a match, do you think? Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. <laughs> there are still six matches left on this card, so we've got to got to run through these boys because we're already going over long on this one. Jericho and Owens, what do you think? It's going to be a great match. That's all I know. Um, I think I don't think it. I don't think it will be. To be honest with you, no. I'm going to go with Owens. I'm going to go with Owens, but I think it'll be I think good. it. I think it'll be kind of an underwhelming match, and I don't know what I'm basing that on. It's just I feel like Jericho's kind of had underwhelming matches at WrestleMania. It's not really been his like strongest strongest point of the year. I remember he had like a him and Edge had a match at WrestleMania 26, and it was like nothing too great. He had the match of AJ last year, which was good, but nothing too great. I thought that was very good. I think that we we well, we'll we went through that with rose tinted glasses. When or not the opposite, the, the opposite, of the opposite of rose tinted glasses. And well, we'll see what that match looks like when we rewatch it. But yeah, so I think we're unanimous on Owens. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I I I, I hope it'll be a good match. I expect it to be at least a good match. But so hopefully, these guys can. Shake this kind of nervous feeling. Do you, do you think the crowd are going to be well behind Jericho? Oh, absolutely. Jericho's the most over baby face they have right now, even except for maybe Goldberg. But oh, Jericho's a close second. Gilberg, Gilberg's a close third. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Triple. Is this a match? Because they've been kind of bowling it as like as like Seth Rollins confronts Triple H. So I assume it's going to be like more of a brawl than an actual match. Is that what they build this as at WrestleMania? Well, Seth Rollins. There's no could... match set for them. I don't think. Maybe it'll happen unless, like, like I said, if they make it official on Raw next week, then I'll look like an idiot. But I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a situation like where Seth Rollins is going to come out in his street clothes, Triple H is going to come out in his suit and tie, rip off his shirt. They'll fight for like five ten minutes. There's probably going to be shenanigans. Joe, I, Joe has no match, which is a fucking travesty in and of itself. He'll get involved. Uh, CM Punk will get involved. Imagine, imagine if CM, imagine the reaction if CM Punk came out to save Seth Rollins from Joe Triple and Triple H. H. It might happen in my dreams, but yeah, somebody's gonna come out to save Seth Rollins. I assume the Shield. <laughs> I was just thinking that, but no, Roman Reigns is above that now. He's he's got his own shit going on, but yeah. I mean, I guess there's no winner if this isn't going to be an official match, but... Uh, if it is a match, Seth Rollins will win. I assume that Seth is going to get the better of Triple H in the end. I hope. I pray. Maybe they... If it's a confrontation, maybe this is another way of Triple H getting a, another big moment at WrestleMania, and uh, he beats the hell out of Seth Rollins, and then they have their match at Backlash. Oh, great. I want to know what the, the next show is after this, because otherwise I'm just going to keep referring to the show as Backlash. Extreme as, Rules. As is tradition. Extreme Rules. There's been more post WrestleMania shows now that aren't backlash than there has been backlash, I assume. So it's just weird that I'm stuck in this like mid two thousands mentality of calling it's every because show backlash. It's clearly the best. It name. Is, it's the best name for a post WrestleMania show. How could you come up with a better post? What is extreme rules? That's just a match. 
backlash. It makes sense. It means it is what it means. What is it? It's the backlash from WrestleMania. It's it's so all right. So we're getting into the top four, four more matches on this. I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. Imagine what the show's going to be like to watch. Hold on. Just, do you have a prediction about who's going to come out and save Seth? No, I don't. I assume someone's going to come and get involved if it's going to be Triple H and Joe kicking the shit out of me. Either that is or it Seth maybe, will just... Is it someone who could maybe they can put in there with Joe at some stage? Nakamura? Potentially. Balor? Yeah, that, yeah, okay. That might be we can something there. So, yeah, I mean... That could be somewhere where they could slot Balor in there. Because Balor is ready to come back. And a, a Joe Balor feud wouldn't be a bad shout. Plus, you can also like build the, like Triple H and Joe versus Balor and Rollins at a pay-per-view. And then, like, you know, you can have Triple H be like, oh, I fucking, fucking hell, Fen, you, you're my boy, you were my boy in NXT, I fucking brought you into this company and made you my champion and now you betrayed me, you sack of shit. So you got, like, that whole thing going on between... I mean, there's possibilities. Or CM Punk. I'll be happy with that. <laughs> just picture, like, some... Just picture, like, a masked man walks into the ring and starts staring down Triple H. And he, like, picks Triple H on his shoulders and gives him the GTS. And just picture... The and they crowd. all think it's Nakamura. <laughs> the crowd... No, it'll be fucking... Uh, Hideo Itami <laughs> and then like he just rips off his mask and it's Hideo Itami and everyone's like for fucks and people would be so pissed off how funny would it, would it be if he used his flipping old CM Punk music oh dear what like the the fire burns or like the yeah, old the, old music no like, the fire burns Ring of Honor uh, that would be pretty good that's good music like anyway AJ Styles versus Shane O'Mac in a Fucking wasted opportunity on a pole match. I actually don't mind. I think this match is going to be... It'll be a fun brawl, I'm sure, but... Like... They it, couldn't they can come up with anything better for AJ than Shane. Really. It's kind of the syndrome that you talked about in which, you know, Triple H needs to have his match at WrestleMania or his involvement. Shane needs to I guess have. Shane's like... He, we got to add him now to the rotation of part-timers that are going to be stuck in a match at Wrestlemania every year not just a match but look at the fucking standard of matches that these guys are getting yeah and like think like Shane O'Mark and AJ are going to get like 20 minutes probably probably longer because there'll be shenanigans like 25 minutes and probably Austin Aries and Neville will get like 4 yeah these guys are probably going to get a, a bunch of time they're probably going to have some shenanigans in there oh I forgot they even mentioned about Dino Bryan as well He's going to come out at some point, I imagine. It might be during this match, but I assume he's probably going to come out to deck the Miz because he does have that comment about, I wish I could punch you in the face. I think he's going to punch him in the face. Him and pregnant Bree will come out to the ring <laughs> and Bree will like fucking do like a Luthez press with her giant pregnant belly on top of Maurice and just crush her. Imagine that. That would be good. But yeah, you got, you got a prediction on AJ and Shane? <laughs> Here, here's here's a because I think we can. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say, being being a person who has hopes and dreams that AJ Styles is not losing to Shane O'Mac. Who knows? So I'm gonna say AJ, but like, do you have any like crazy spots for Shane? Well, if it's um, lack of opportunity on the pole, he jumps off the pole to do do coast to coast. No, uh, I. Like, it has to be a stipulation match for him to do something crazy, doesn't it? Isn't it a stip- Well, they, they just had Shane come out and say AJ's got an opponent at WrestleMania. Yeah. 
Maybe he doesn't even mean himself. Maybe he's going to bring up someone from the NXT roster. He's not going to. Like, it's going to be Shane, because Shane's got to get his face in there. He's on the poster. He is on the poster, yeah. So he's going to be on this show. He's going to be wrestling (sighs) AJ. I think that there's a possibility he's going to do the the Leap of Faith from the ring post through the announce table. Didn't he do that last year to The Undertaker? Like on the build-up to WrestleMania? I'm certain he did. Did he? He did during one of the... It might have been the go-home show. Yeah, no, he did, but he, it wasn't to The Undertaker. Was it to The Undertaker? I'm pretty it was sure not to someone else. Who else would it be like? I don't know. I'm pretty sure... Did someone not like... He damage? definitely did the move. Yeah, and he he nailed it. So I'm pretty sure he's going to do that again. We got... Probably to AJ, and AJ will probably move. We got Shane jumping off a cage, so I'm okay with that. Off the cell. Yeah, so... You got a prediction for the match? AJ to win. AJ to win. Good stuff. Imagine if Shane wins. That would. Alright, now for the most. Double turn, Shane turns heel, AJ turns face. Now for the most polarizing match on the card Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Holy shit. Uh... This is going to be so sad to see Undertaker lose to Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah. In his home state. I gotta, I gotta go with. In what? Roman Reigns' in home state. Roman Reigns' home state. Yeah. The hometown boy is gonna get thunderous booze. How many how many spears do you think he's gonna do? Two. Two spears because Brock has three F fives and Roman's better than Brock, so two spears. They'll bring that up as well next year whenever they do the match. They'll be like, "Oh, you took three F fives to beat the Undertaker. It only took me two spears." Ooh, ah. (laughs) and Brock will just look angry and walk away. Right, so sad time for Undertaker. Undertaker's. Is this going to be his final match? No, I don't think so. I think if it is ever going to be the Undertaker's final match, we'll know about it in advance. Even though Roman did say he's going to retire the Undertaker, I just I feel like there would be a more. If the Undertaker's having his final match, that's something that they're going to want to get out there. They're not going to keep that a secret. They're probably going to build the entire fucking show around this old bastard because he's literally. <laughs> the legend he is the fucking biggest legend they have here's one for you imagine if AJ retired Undertaker no thanks I don't need to see AJ retire the Undertaker I just need they're not gonna they would never do that but they no. let their the I think if anybody has a like last match potential for the Undertaker it's John Cena and I say they should do that in New Orleans and then finally let the Undertaker rest in peace Build it as his last stand. This would have been a great show to do the last stand at because it's going to be outdoors and it's going to be kind of like like if they could position this match to occur during the sunset, and they could have Undertaker walk off and do like they could make that Titan Tron and the giant fucking sunset and film it like at the end of a Western movie. I mean, these are just the fucking things I think about whenever I'm trying to imagine how I want the Undertaker to go. And I think that'll be pretty sweet. But yeah, they're probably just going to have Roman Reigns like spin him. Spare him, pin him, put him in the ground, dig a hole and toss him in there, and then he'll come out the next night and declare that he's going to defeat Brock for the Universal. Can title. you imagine how much hate Roman Reigns is going to get when he defeats the Undertaker? Imagine how much worse this match would be if the streak was still intact, and Roman Reigns was the guy who beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. <laughs> People would riot in the streets. We're talking of what we were doing at last week's episode, we might get people throwing stuff at Roman Reigns. 
if ever there's a moment that would incite people enough to get them to throw shit at the ring, it would be the sight of Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania. This crowd will shit. Is he going to do anything really dickish after he wins? Like, stand over him? I think he's got to beat the shit out of The Undertaker. I think there's a possibility of The Undertaker winning and Roman fucking losing his mind. But these people are just in denial that this isn't working. They just... Vince McMahon has got his, like, fingers in his ears and he's saying, la la la, I can't hear you. They just don't want to believe that Roman's getting booed. Like, every, like, if they were playing it up, like what they did with John Cena for years, they would have, like, JBL on commentary or JR or Michael Cole or whoever was on commentary for ten years talking about how polarizing John Cena is and how, oh, you know, people, some people love him, some people hate him. Every time Roman Reigns comes out, they just, like, they pretend it's not happening, and they be like, ah, oh, it's the big dog, Roman Reigns, and then they they edit shit. They edit, like, footage of him the week after, and, like, try and drown the booze out and, like, bring it down a bit, or they edit footage that makes it look like people are upset that Roman's getting beat down when you can go back and look at the footage and see that people were cheering. <laughs> so they just, they clearly don't want to face the music on this, so, yeah. I don't think The Undertaker is going to eke out a win and then Roman's going to turn heel. I think they're going to just continue with the status quo, which is Roman Reigns as the big baby face going into WrestleMania next year and facing Brock Lesnar. And he'll beat Brock and nothing will change, ever. So yeah, Bray Wyatt and uh, Randy Orton right, are going to well, have a wee match. I never had my prediction <laughs> on this one. Oh, I thought you predicted that uh, Roman was going to win. Do you want me? To, should I border on the side of hope just because I? I no, nah, don't, don't, don't just like say the Undertaker because you want him to win. Say what what you actually think is going to happen. Roman Reigns is going to win. Roman Reigns is going to win. And wait for this. He's going to spear the Undertaker, mm-hmm. and then he's going to like fucking lift Undertaker up and spear him again. If a complete dick. Do you think Undertaker's going to do his sit up after a spear? Yeah, he's going to ask to get a big pop. And yeah, then and then, then he's going to spear him again. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. He'll spear him, Undertaker will sit up, he'll turn around, and he'll get speared again, and that'll be the one, two, three. And that'll be the the second loss of the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Not that it matters. Like, I mean, you can't you can't put the cat back in the box or whatever. Like, once the Undertaker lost at WrestleMania, it's like whatever. They can lose every single match at WrestleMania again. It doesn't matter anymore. Some people, I guess. I mean, I don't really care, but I guess some people might just want it to be like Undertaker should only ever lose it once at WrestleMania. He they? never should have lost it. I don't think he should have lost at all. I think Undertaker should have retired undefeated. But I guess if they, uh, it was for all the greater good to benefit Goldberg in the long run. Literally, that's what it did. They had Brock Lesnar beat the Undertaker to benefit Goldberg. Not that that was the initial plan. To benefit that's, that's where it all went. In the, in yeah, long... and the, yeah, that's where it's going. That's where the transfusion goes. It goes from the Undertaker streak to Brock Lesnar to Goldberg to back to Brock Lesnar and then Roman Reigns. The plan four years in the making. But yeah, so we got Bray and Orton. Really great story heading into this. Good story, but I don't give two shits about this match. I think it'll be good, if not a bit boring. Like their match at No Mercy or whatever show it was, they had a match. But like, I don't know. I want I want Brady win. I don't see any reason to put the belt back on Orton. I 
from storyline perspective, Orton should win. But I think in terms of longevity and kind of the point of winning and what that would do for someone, Bray has to win. Yeah. Also, he's been on the back foot ever since Orton turned on him. Yeah. So Bray's going to win this one. You think? I think. Um, um, but I'm really, it's a really great story and I'm hopeful that it'll be a good match. I also think there's going to be some shenanigans going on. Well, Luke Harper's not on the show, so I hope he would show up. I was kind of hoping for a triple threat match, but I guess they already have too many triple threat matches on this show. Unless but, Luke Harper screws Bray. Yeah, you could go that way. I'm going to go with Orton. And then i got to finish up here real quick. So, uh, Goldberg and Brock. What an, one. Oh, what an awful, awful, awful mm. match to be clear. I'm so glad I'm not at this WrestleMania. Flipping screw Brock Lesnar, screw Goldberg, screw this whole match. Alright, Nathan has resigned from the podcast. Brock Lesnar to win. Brock to win. I got Brock to win. Uh, lastly, how long do you think the match is going to go? I think it's going to be very similar to their first match at WrestleMania. I think it, it's going to be a lot of posturing. Do you think this match is going to end the show? I they would be insane to end the show with this, but they would be insane. I think they'll end it with Undertaker, Roman Reigns. I, but I think I don't think they're going to end it with Undertaker and Roman Reigns if Roman Reigns is going to win because they did that last year and it didn't exactly work out for them. But they then again, don't these, care. these they don't give a shit. That's true. So. Roman Reigns, Undertaker to end the show. They're going to have the Goldberg match three three from the top. Hmm. They'll have a transitional match. Maybe the Andre Battle Royal before the Undertaker. Believe it or not, I think they are going to end the show with Brock and Goldberg. And I think it's going to suck. But at the end of the day, I think Brock's going to win the title back. And yeah. I wonder what the crowd reaction is going to be for this one. Probably pretty similar to what it was in 2004. Because I really just... Well, I'm getting it. People do like Goldberg. I know that. I hope that everyone boos this yeah. so much. Well, anyway, that'll uh, that'll wrap us up here for the WrestleMania 33 prediction show. So we'll see you guys next week. For we'll be back for a review, an in-depth review of WrestleMania 33, and we might try and get someone on, like McGuigan, maybe. Yeah, McGuigan or Jake or somebody. Well, Jake's not in the country yet, so might have to hold off. We could get Jake to do the WrestleMania 32 episodes. That would yeah. make sense because he was there with us. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have a special guest. So, so long, farewell. And see you guys next week at the, the ultimate thrill ride. Maintenance of the ultimate thrill ride. <laughs>